The Flicks Book Club. The Flicks Book Club. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Welcome to Flicks Book Club. I'm Casey Aurora. Hey, I'm Dennis Rooney. Steve McDonald here. All right, cool. Uh, be sure to check out our website, flicksbookclub.com. Uh, this week, we're discussing Kidnapping Mr. Heineken. It's a movie that actually came out in 2015, April 3rd, 2015. Uh, it's directed by Daniel Alfredson. The reason I picked this movie is because it's a, um, I like these movies. You know, I like, you know how I like, uh, you know, dr- a crime, drama. A heist, a, a caper. A heist, a caper, anything, yeah. any of these things, capers, except I don't like capers, but I like capers. Uh, you like capers. You didn't I, like Chinatown, was, but yeah. that's, you know. Um, so, you know, I like these kinds of movies, and that's why I picked it. It's, and, you know, it just seemed, when you have the title kidnapping in there, you're, it's like, hey, let's just cut to it. Plus Mr. Heineken. Yeah. It's like, right. this is a real guy. Like, yeah. Mr. He- the Mr. Heineken? Yeah, you you just, you're just, like, intrigued by it. Yeah. So uh, it stars uh, Anthony Hopkins, Sam Worthington, Jim Sturgis, and Ryan Quentin. And... Uh, you know, it looked interesting from the onset, from the cover title and all that stuff, but um yeah, it just didn't it didn't do it for me. You know, it felt like it was like opening a can- You know what? This is a perfect allegory for it. It was like opening a can of soda and the soda was flat. Ooh. And you're just like, "Oh." Oh. So I'm going to go with the donut. How did you not go with the obvious simile there, opening a bottle of Heineken and yeah. it being flat? You oh, went with soda. I know. Because this I episode, by the way, is sponsored by Heineken. Heineken. I am <laughs> drinking a Heineken right now. Yeah, so I guess Which is stupid. That. Right. But I, I don't drink We're, anymore. And so. by the way, we didn't we didn't say what the plot was, but it, it's in the title. Right. They kidnap Mr. Heineken. Yeah, that's what and it is. they hold him Yeah, ransom. it really is. Just kind of like does what it says on the tip. I kind of feel and, like uh, I didn't need to. And so. I'm going to go with you. I'm going to say don't stream it. Right. Uh, it's not a super hard don't stream it. Right. I had a lot of problems with this movie, though. Yeah, it's it's not like horrendously bad. Yeah, but, uh, Stephen, boys, we got a dud here. Ah! Woo! God I'm, damn I'm, it! I'm you going smell with that? I'm going with downstream it. Uh, I'm like two for two I on had duds. A, I had a lot of problems with this movie. Right. And and you know the thing is is that like there was a lot in it that I really wanted to like. Like there was a lot in it that I just kind of like I wanted to enjoy. Yeah. And I don't know. We'll get. I think we'll get into it. And this maybe, movie's like when a rapper introduces a vodka, and you're like, "Oh, this <laughs> is gonna be good," they, they, and it doesn't. They gave a bunch of stuff I didn't want, and then they didn't right. expand on I stuff yeah. where I was like, "Let's hear you more." You know what about I would that. say is, is like, is like, like when Shaquille O'Neal has now introduced a line of like Arizona juices, yeah, like Arizona tea oh, juices. No, that, you know it's gonna be bad. And though. you have that moment where you look at it and you're like, "Really? You needed yeah. that? Like you needed that money? <laughs> like you don't have enough money? Right. You needed a line of juices that are terrible." That's <laughs> it's great to just see a row of his faces at the deli, though. <laughs> that is kind of nice. All right, so uh, you know, watch the movie or don't watch the movie. I kind of, I kind of want people to watch the movie so they could keep along. So j- just do that. And yeah, I mean, like this is one of those things where I'm like, I kind of, I almost want to have people watch the movie only because I want them to agree with me. Where where you get done and you would look at a friend and they would and they would be like, yeah, I didn't like it. And you're like, right. yeah, right. You could yeah, share right? in misery or Wasn't try great. to change our mind. Right. We want to hear from you so yeah, watch us, the movie like i said in my opinion it's not that bad but i wouldn't suggest it right so we'll be back in a minute all right cool actually that's uh that's why i want to talk to you guys about some business cool, we just got out of jail i'm not talking about that kind of business i'm talking about you know, smart business so what type of business are you playing right, something uh something organized something big how big and we're back. All right, cool. Uh, so 
I know why I didn't like the movie, but I want to hear what you guys before I get into my take on it. So why didn't you like the movie, Rooney? Um, I didn't like the movie because it was laden with small problems. Yeah, such like as? Like things that could have been fixed. Okay, so we have... Wait, before you begin, I'm always curious when, like, we all disagree. We all don't like the movie. Mm-hmm. We all yeah. would not recommend it. But now it's just like, this is my favorite Someone's going to hold, yeah, someone's going to hold, like, hold ilk, is that what the word I'm looking for? Yeah, over yeah. something someone says, even though we all agree we don't like the movie. Right, right. We're, yeah. we're not going to agree on why yeah, we don't we're gonna like have the movie. <laughs> qualms with each other's issues about the yeah, movie. Someone's going to misunderstood something that happened yeah. in the first 10 minutes that or, offsets the entire film. And it's just going to be like something that you don't like about the movie. I'm just going to hate you for disliking <laughs> it. Like, I'm going to change my mind. Right. I like the movie out of spite now. No, it's just, there's a lot of, there's a lot of small mistakes. I mean, I'll run down a couple right off right. the bat. Is that, uh, all right, and I'm going to hop all over, but, like, why do they play the same tape over and over? I know that Mr. Heineken eventually asked them to change it, but, like, yeah, they're not trying to hurt the guy. They've made this clear, so they're mm. going to play the same opportune over. Like, of course, don't. Why, why do they do that? It was the they, 80s, I think. They didn't have iPods. Ah, come they, on. They installed speakers in there, man. They could have had some either or silence. Silence is better. Number yeah. two, yeah. Uh, they said, and I went back to check the scene to make sure this is what it said, is that they wanted to have the code word notice in the newspaper. Mm. I'm sorry, but isn't notice in the newspaper every day probably a thousand times? Maybe I'm misunderstanding that scene, yeah. but it didn't seem yeah. clear. I would have right. liked I would have liked the whole thing to be explained more. I'm uh, into that. Uh, I'm into the, the logistics yeah. of the heist. They even do a thing at the top of the movie where they're like, we can't just buy rubber masks and jack this dude. Mm, we yeah. need to spend money and really do this right, spend months of preparation. Yeah. Mm. So you have these smart guys doing that. Uh, but they can't pitch for a loan at a bank. If right. you go back and watch that scene, they're all like bumbling idiots. And then what's his name? The guy who ends up being like the career criminal, Willem Hollyder. He says to the dude, maybe what you haven't heard out there, Mr. Big Manager. It's like right there. You weren't even doing that bad, mm. like pitching the loan. Once you do that, you're out, though. Right. Well, and the, These know, are just a couple small things. What do you honest, think? Honestly, like. I already hate you for your disagreements. With that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know that right off the bat. Honestly, I just like. Like the um, the entirety of of like the actual kidnapping of like the why they kidnapped Mr. Heineken and like their expectations of what they were going to get out of kidnapping What's Mr. The, Heineken. What do you mean their why? They needed the money. They well, no, but but, but this is the why thing do they is need the money, okay. Though. Let's but just quickly before you uh, continue, I just want to say quickly discuss the plot point. Basically, these guys own. They used to own a construction company. They do own a construction company. The one building that they own is really nice except they can't get squatters out. And yeah. therefore, everyone knows they can't get squatters and out. And it's set in Amsterdam. Right. Where, like, where it is actually, like, yeah. impossible and to get squatters out of places. In the 80s, too. Yeah, right. like, punks so, were, you ain't getting yeah. no bank will give them a loan because of such things, and they're not able to really progress. Quick interject- interjection. That's what they tell us. Right. That's what they say. But later on, we kind of find out that these guys are have at least a little bit of a criminal history here. So, like, do they're, they have a construction company? Are they really trying to get this money to pay for these... Hundred dudes who is work it, for them. I don't you know, know, man. I'm not gonna lie. That f- if if that was like a bigger subplot yes. of this entire thing, then it would make this movie a lot more interesting. Yes. But I, honest to God, I don't believe it. What, what I believe it is isn't is, a criminal. No, no, what you don't I believe, believe they that, have that construction company, no, no, right? No, I I do believe that they have that construction company. Okay. What what it feels like is one of these moments where it's like these are guys who grew up together and they were really good friends. Yeah. And they and you know yeah they used to rob people sometimes and yeah they used to like they've all gone to prison for a little bit. Minor criminals and minor criminals. But the thing is, is that they all like went straight at the same time and did really well for themselves. And then. 
and then how do they really necessarily go Steven straight? always writes a backstory for the characters. Right. <laughs> but what like I'm he writes is, the three movies that prequeled it. Yeah, so well, no, and I like I'm, it though. No, I can I see what you're saying. And what I'm saying is is that it's like they they all kind of have this thing of like, yeah, they're like a working class background. But like it they keep having this entire like they're trying to make it that there's this weird like their father loves Mr. Heineken and mm. worked for it. I don't even want to get to that yet cuz yeah, that's a whole other thing. And that's got like and and then like they but they hate him but there's no like wet like my whole life I've had to listen about this guy like they didn't make that strong enough they just didn't I think they it made was that like strong enough all but these the why yeah, what well, happened between no, his but, dad and Mr Heineken but <laughs> all of these different things that that we're talking about these are the building blocks to to make it so that I like when they kidnap him I want them to succeed. That if mm-hmm. that if like so if the I blocks believe, are yeah, that's kind of the thing. Is it's like the right. foundation of the movie right. that they're building upon, where it's like what I need is is like I need to love Jim Sturgis's character and and love the fact that it's like oh no, his like his wife, girlfriend, yeah. whatever thing, like she's pregnant now, and now like that's like the thing of like of like he's got to make new money now. He's got those like, hundred men. He's and he's gotta, got the, like, that he's stuff that they broke make at the it work. Squ- there's all these guys that they gotta make it work because because there's just no other way. And then immediately, what they do in that situation is turn around and go and go. Well, to do this, we're gonna need we're gonna need hundreds of thousands of dollars. So let's go rob for hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then, like, very successfully rob a, rob a bank truck. And really armor. well. Yeah. Like, in a way where it was like, that heist was way better than the rest of the movie. You right. think that uh, construction company, any of those dudes are saying that money? Well, How no, come they don't just knock over a bank every six months? Well, uh, no, and I honestly had this moment where I'm watching it, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, like, it, like, you guys are obviously pretty good criminals. Like, it mm. kind of, it had that thing that was like, um, what was the, the Ben Affleck movie? Uh, the town, the town, town where it's right, like, yeah. where it's like, they're just guys who know each other from the neighborhood, who are friends from the and town. Then, yeah, they're from the town. Yeah. Ha ha ha. And then, uh, <laughs> that was for me. And then, but but the thing is, is that it's like, yeah, they're just they're like friends, and then they decide to like to kind of like become criminals for for a minute, and they're but they're not like career criminals where it's like I'm gonna be the big kingpin of everything. It's well, like. I got an idea for a couple things that are going to make us some money. But once we get that money, I'm going to get out of the hole. I'm going to get out of the business. There's no, like, I'm building an empire. It's very much like I want to do this one job, yeah. and I want to get out. How, but they say not, they won't get real jobs on New Year's is, Eve on the boat. You make the assumptions is, that they're, they're not never, criminals in a way. I mean, they're landlords. Aren't they criminals by default? You've been you you threw that joke <laughs> yeah. over before. I kind of yeah. like that one. And, uh, That's pretty good. I know we like lightly impression. like it, but not enough. You didn't hear did you it already fully. say it? Um, what? Yeah, you I already said, said it already. It. I dislike it now. Yeah, but uh, no, but stale. that's the point though. You, that still lends cr- uh, credence to what I'm saying. Is that like how do you you just assume the guy jumps to kidnapping? Clearly, they're committing no, I know. crime. Well, no, but the thing <laughs> is, how do, you, the thing how is, do you sit on a boat with your three best friends and suggest kidnapping? And they're all like, they're not wildly against it. They're just partially. Against no one it. says. No one says. 
hey, who's the core? Hey, core, we've never done anything like that yeah, in our hey, lives before. This is insane. Yeah. So it's well, not. No, and it's. But the thing is, is that like, and that's why what I was saying is, is that I feel like the the biggest fault of the movie is, is that it's built on this really weak foundation. Is that it's like none of these guys are are bad enough people, nor are they good enough people. There's no like it. They're it, lousy people. They're they're like. <laughs> It's not that they're lousy people. It's that it's like they don't make them like down on their luck enough. They don't make them dumb enough. They don't make them smart enough. That they point don't make I'll them, agree with. They don't make you know them, what they are? They don't make them mean and angry enough or nice enough for me to love and or hate them or root for them enough. or want them yeah. to do anything enough. It's like by the time that they're in the middle of like kidnapping, I'm just kind of like, yeah, okay, this is happening. Right. And I don't actually care about any of them and i don't actually <laughs> care so hard about to get steven to care about a film it always comes down to he goes through this huge diatribe <laughs> and always ends the same and way and then you know what he says yeah the reality of it is yeah i don't I, care i just I don't just i just don't don't care right. yeah that's well no because when you know I what they at, are though i, I want to say this the only thing they give these guys they're charming. They're those charmingly European yeah. dudes. That's it. They're but the blokes the time, from down the street, you but know. At the same time they did manage to make it confusing because and and maybe this is just because I'm American, but they got a bunch of English people to play a bunch of people that are from Amsterdam. And and they're not supposed to be like English transplants to Amsterdam. Right. They're just people from Amsterdam. That's the one. They th just wanted it to be in English, so they hired all English actors. That's well, the thing. That was the thing that kind of got me a little weird. About, like I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know what an Amsterdam accent sounds like, but this is just them pulling one over my my eyes. I feel like I whenever they do, it's not even close. Right. <laughs> whenever they do something in Europe, though, that they want to release in English, like mostly English speaking, and it's usually in a place like. Amsterdam, we're like, yeah, pretty much everyone speaks English, but they're not talking it all the time. Right. But at the same time, they there's a lot of movies that kind of like live in that world of kind of like like Amsterdam and England, and it's it's like bouncing between countries where uh -huh. you've got stuff that's like that's like Snatch or Lair Cake yeah. or you know where it's got a lot of different like accents and languages going on mm. and different countries they're supposed to go to. Right. But the thing is, is that all of the characters are built. In this way, where it's like, where it's like, yeah, I might live in Amsterdam, but I'm from England, and like, it makes sense that I'm here in some capacity. And if they, you have mean in those other movies, in all uh, those other movies, yeah, those in, well, this other, say, yeah in this one, it was a true story about these guys from Amsterdam who did this thing, and instead of going the route of like, yeah, we should make sure that they have accents that sound like nah, they're not from Nah, see, England. that doesn't bother me. That's what I'm yeah. saying. In, the, in a lot of films like that, they'll just do that vague... That general... Pretty British, but not very British. Right. Just vaguely European, yeah. like around that area. It's called oh, the yeah. classic American one. It's just like... I just don't really understand what you're doing, and it's just like this. No, it's not. I'm talking about the Brit, like the yeah. accent of these guys. <laughs> right, right. But I'm saying like they they use a blanket, like you know when you watch Gladiator. Yes, like, hey, yes. This doesn't. What is this accent? That right, you're really, yeah. Right. It's like a yeah. classic European. Yeah, I mean that doesn't that doesn't. Well, it's like when me. it's There's like so when you watch more. people in. It's like when you watch people that are doing movies that are. Um, that are Shakespeare and they're doing it in like some old English British right. accent and then you look at them and you're like this is set in Florence right yes like this is not set you should not be speaking like, like you this. should not be speaking like this right um right. but but all of those all of those foundational things made it so that by the time you actually got to the by the time you actually got to the kidnapping it's like like the best person in this movie is Anthony Hopkins in my opinion. Oh, right. Hands down. Well, yeah. But the thing is, is that that's just because he's Anthony Hopkins. 
Like and and when you really break down, but you know, like, I disagree. The driver this, was really the driver who gets down, kidnapped. Well, no, and I honestly thought like throughout the entire thing, I kept having this moment where I was like, something's up with this driver. There's gonna be some moment where like they're gonna find out that like when they punched him, yeah. they like they like ruptured something inside of him. I thought and he died. I thought he killed himself. That's or, what like, that was gonna happen. Yeah, himself. I thought that was gonna happen. And like and like, hey, they would have only like they would have gotten away with it. Like he wasn't like like Heineken wasn't actually gonna come after them for the money. See, that's, but he killed himself and. So so now it's like a vendetta against against them for this one dead guy where it's like now they're getting they're running away from that is that it's like all of those type of things would have made it so that there were it was like it was like they kidnapped somebody and then the stakes were like we're holding that kidnapped guy and yeah. it's like okay but how are you heightening the stakes to make me like worry about the fact that you guys got that or that you're not getting the money or that you or that they're not paying attention to you and it's like they did nothing this is you know you have a lot of problem with the uh with the characters not making you give a shit and yeah all, i don't and have those background. problems i don't have i don't problems. have a lot of those you know problems. actually i don't i don't hate you dennis i hate i hate steve nice <laughs> so it's, that's <laughs> a, that's an all the time thing yeah though. but i'm just saying like this is you know what i think that lends to that i didn't think about it that way where you know the and i never really do but with this movie, what made me think about like their almost measures, or and you talk about they don't do this enough, they don't do that enough. I think the thing that does it the most is uh, the parts in the plot, like just so many things in the plot that There's happen. Too many small plot holes, right? Or it's just things that don't get answered. Well, no, not even vague. for me. It's not answers. It's about like these almost situations, like they uh, they almost get away, almost get caught with that bank robbery. They do the, yeah. they rob an armored truck uh, to raise funds to kidnap Mister Heineken. They almost get caught. Okay, then they have the issue where they send the ransom letter and then they leave the ransom letter in the copy machine because they made a photocopy because they weren't sure if someone's fingerprints were on it. Did you guys did so, you guys immediately see that coming? Yeah, I saw that coming. Because I saw that coming. Right. No, so, I didn't see yeah, it coming. So then that they almost get caught that way. And it's like those little... And then when you uh, think about the driver and how he might do something to himself, you know, and they give you a, sort of like an inkling because you have that feeling because the way he's reacting. But that's on purpose. Yeah. Right, these are all things yeah. on purpose. But these things, they're, they almost go wrong, but they don't go wrong. And it's just like... And yeah. that's what I think is an allegory for the movie is that it almost was a good movie, but it wasn't a good movie. And well, that's no, and the problem. A consistency within everything that's happening where it's like... Where where you know these guys are not they're they're not nice enough. They're also not right. despicable. Yeah, but enough. I didn't think about they're them. Not that aspect didn't come to me. Like for me, it was just the plot hole. No, plot no, but, points. but still, it's plot. like they do it. It happens with it happens with not only the characters, but it also happens with the plot, and it right. also happens where it's like the stakes, the level of stakes that they have mm. on different things are not high enough. Yeah. Where it's kind of like it's like oh the photocopier thing is that it's like. It's guys next door, and the guy when he gets there, it's like it's like whew, we got it, like yeah. we we saved ourselves from this thing. But at the same time, it's like it's like there's just like like it's like five old guys sitting in a less, room. They could have spent less like, time doing that. They could have spent less time doing that and more time f developing no, why you should care. I like that scene. It doesn't matter. It's five well, old no, guys. It's that they left it in the in the copy machine. Right. There's, uh, I didn't upon viewing the movie the. That stuff didn't bother me that they weren't bad enough or good enough either way. Upon hearing you say it, that is a problem with the film. And, like, right. it would have been better if I yeah. either loved these characters or kind of hated them. Yeah. Like, for example, one, one of the only things they try to, like, say what good guys is, is the wife or the girlfriend or whatever goes, can you believe that they didn't hit anyone right. with those bullets? Like, yeah. yeah, they still shot up a town. Like, they're yeah. still yeah. terrorizing uh. some quiet street, you know? Right. Can we talk about the 
the Heineken dad though, and what the hell was going on there? Right. This. So talk I about it. Explain like. What. So they go. So Core and uh, Willem Hollyder are friends, and Core is dating uh, Willem's sister. Right. And Willem's dad worked for Heineken, or there had some sort of business relationship. He worked with Heineken. But Heineken, he Heineken fired Heineken. him, and. Uh, and he still loves him. He still holds him up on this. He still looks at the picture of them yeah, together. Yeah, looks at the yeah. picture, which if you look at it, Anthony Hopkins looks miserable. <laughs> like, I can't believe this idiot is making me take this picture right. with him. I think yeah. that I think that Anthony Hopkins looks that way through the whole movie, and I have a feeling that it was him just going, why am I doing this? Why movie? did I do this film? It's funny. It, in the picture, he looks like he's been kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> in the photo. He looks awful. I actually, I have a, uh, I met this guy once. Or no, I didn't actually meet him, but I, actually, I might have met him. But my friends told me about him. They have this friend whose dad works worked for Pepsi, still does work for Pepsi mm. for like all his life since he was twenty, driving a truck, and he will not allow you to bring like a can of Coke into his house. Oh man! And if you yeah. like make fun of Pepsi in the house, yep. he's real like, you don't mess with that. Like that's that's a good company. Those are good people. They built this house. You know, I yeah. uh, that is crazy to me. I met people. somebody. Well, no, like that with uh, I used to work at uh, an insurance company, New York Life, and there was there was this guy <laughs> who was all about the. Co- I remember going to a Christmas party. He was just like, "You don't understand. When I retire, I'm going to be a millionaire. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to be a millionaire. Like I am set for life. New York Life takes care of me." Next spring, he was laid off. Oh, <laughs> my God. I, I was, I've never been so excited. When that happened, I just started laughing at my <laughs> you desk. You were a terrible yeah. person. Did you email him? Um, no, I didn't email. It was just like because he was so pro the company, and then when he got laid off, he was so bewildered. Like, I've never seen – this was almost like somebody getting hit by a car, and then if they could watch it happen on tape, be like, yeah, I didn't even see that coming. I didn't even know. <laughs> well, no, and I think that, like – Like, is the, the, that's ridiculous. Ridiculous, right? right? The dad's absolutely ridiculous. That's this is a, this is the thing is is that the dad with without any solid foundational backstory. Again, just tell us what happened with the dad. The dad right. Like 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 the dad doesn't make any sense. It's another thing and that could have been cut out. Just thing, like it's another thing that could have been cut out. And cut it out or expand honest. upon it. Don't tease us with no. You don't need to expand on such a bullshit point. No, I well, like no, that. And what they wanted, what they wanted to do. <laughs> Is what it felt like they wanted to do was have a discussion about like, like make Heineken out at the beginning, like between these friends, make Heineken out to be a bad guy. Right. Yeah. And that then, could resolve all that. And then bring Anthony Hopkins in and you realize that it's like, oh, he's actually not that bad. Yeah. Like he's actually like a sweet, lovely man who all he's trying to do is get through this thing. Mm-hmm. That it's like he's not trying to fight with them. He's not like you'll never get my money right. or anything like that. He's like he's, he's worried like, about his driver. He seems like a good his, person. He, he's worried about his driver. He's worried about like he's you know he's very sensible about everything. When they sit down, where he's like, <clears throat> where he's like, you know, could you please turn the music off or give me something else because I'm going crazy and can I please not have ham? Could I please just have well, Chinese he's food? He's polite, but he's like a bit of a player, things. though. Yeah, he's cutthroat. He, well, you know, no, Anthony Hopkins this is captures a businessman really well. Yeah, but he this does. Is the yeah. thing. He's cutthroat. But the thing was, was that I kept having all these moments where it was like when he asked for Chinese food or when he asked for like some extra like thing. I kept having it be these moments where I was like, where I was like, this is how they're going to find him. Like, yes, it's a code. That's another one. That's I kept thinking well, that it was th- like, I kept thinking that it was like, oh, well, like they're going to end up at this spot at the end where it was like, where it was like, you know, his assistant or somebody like that, like understood that it was like, if you ever get kidnapped, look for the people that like, look for the people that are buying <laughs> this thing I, and this thing and this thing too, and putting it together as much. a thing. That's too much. However, 
I will say this, that these things that we're talking about where they kind of allude to something might happen, but it's mm. just soft enough and then it doesn't come to fruition, they happen quickly and those are good things to do in a movie. That's a good, like, to make us think he has that conversation at the Chinese restaurant where the guy's like, you're not a guy who orders man, blah, blah, blah. But then to not do it, no, it's no, no. kind of like a fake. But this right. is the thing is, this is the thing is, you're allowed, in, in my opinion, with a movie like this where it's where it's a heist movie, it's like a thriller in a, in a certain sense. I don't know. I can never understand what a thriller is as a movie. But, it thrills um, you. It thrills you. So, yeah, what's, what's but it? It's, but it's one of those things where it's like, these are those kind of moments where it's like, where it's like, I'm gonna like like I'm gonna fake you out by doing like this kung pao chicken thing over here. But the thing is, is that the thing you do give me needs to be better than that. And you know what they gave us? Nothing. Nothing. An anonymous tip. That's what they because the cops start following them when they go to free Heine. Right. And then that's it. Like it all goes from there. They have to spread. Because if you read the epilogue at the end, it just it, says an anonymous. They tip. said that the police received an anonymous tip, and they, and they still to, don't know who it's from. Yeah. yeah, but make something up. You're fictionalizing the story anyway. I'm sure a lot of this is BS. Like, well, right. just give, make it better. This story's cool. Mm. Make it a better. Like, well, fill no, it and up, that's, man. And that's the thing is, is that it's like you need to feel like everything has like a certain amount of the only like I'm thinking of different heist movies is that it's like when you watch something where it's like Ocean's Eleven or like The Sting or something like that is that they all have these like these like fake outs halfway through yeah but like the cons. Sting the Sting is like if we're well, talking about is, I've never seen The Sting the Sting is like the insanely is, good the, for the Sting her. is insane yeah, in the way the, that it you like can't, it for you to say The Sting the in Ocean's Eleven that's like saying I mean well, I really like, like Ocean's that's Eleven that's like saying Godfather and, and like Karate Kid you know like it's not <laughs> you, just <laughs> named, you just named two amazing movies one of which I would put above the other and Karate Kid's at the top but I'm saying like you're putting Karate Kid as like a mob movie that's how bad you're looking you're like sweep the leg Johnny I got but well, no, what I, but the when I when I look at the movie like this, it's like the reason why I said Ocean's Eleven or or The Sting is because all, both of those movies have this kind of thing where you're like le- you're like learning little plot details along the way, right? And you think that at one point they're screwed, and then they're not, and yes. it's because. It's because, hey, all this stuff I've been showing you throughout the movie has been building out, faking you out at mm. the end and and like and, and switching things out right at the end and making the viewer kind of go, oh, man, had I been paying attention right. fully, I would have understood what was going on the whole but time. But that never happens. And in this movie, it's like they have all these little hints of like something that might have screwed up or something that was over here or something that was over there. And... And you th- and I kept sitting there because of the type of movie it is, not because of what the filmmakers did. It's almost like you, the movie wants you to put uh, put you on the edge of your seat, but you never get there. <laughs> you never get to the edge of your seat. You're always sitting there going, "Yeah, all right." You and know? I think and I think that honestly, it's like the stakes are not high enough. Right? Had it been had, like like something in this guy, like had they just made it like and it's simple like. Like that's the thing that annoys me sometimes with movies is is when it's like there's simple lies from a true story mm-hmm. that I would happily accept. Okay. Is that it's like just make the dad sick. 
Yes. Make the dad like make the dad super sick. Make them poorer. And make them poorer. Right. And then end up at this place where it's like not only does he need he's got a baby to take care of and his friends aren't are gonna have nowhere to live and his dad is sick and he's got this and he's got that and of course we're gonna have you to know, kidnap Mr. Heineken. You made a good point before like, you uh before we took started the podcast about like you want, uh, thought about how long the movie you know the the movie sat on the shelf. The movie was actually filmed in October two thousand thirteen. And then it was released April 3rd, 2015. So we're talking about almost two years. Okay. And it takes like six months to shoot a movie. So this thing for like an hour, for a year and a half, kind of just, you know, kind of chilled. And it's, I think, well, and it's and not completely, the thing. the thing is, is that it's, it's probably like in a lot of movie studios, it's not unheard of to have something take that long to come out. Right. But what I, but like this movie did not come out to like amazing fanfare. No, I don't, even, I don't even know if this movie came out in theaters. This it, is it, one of those movies that appears on Netflix, and you go, it "This just, is, sounds like a cool movie," and it's got Anthony Hopkins yeah, in it. How come right. I never it just heard of it? Appeared. It and actually honest, it was only released in England and the Netherlands. Called Kidnapping Freddie Heineken, because us Americans are too stupid to make that connection. Right. So they uh, they did that. <laughs> that was a little then, angry. I don't know where right. Right. Yeah. A little unjustified. <laughs> you know, no, I got some justified. questions. Yeah. Listen, I got some Shoot. questions. Yeah, I want to hear them. Could you guys pull off a heist? Um, of, of like a big magnitude like that? Uh, to kidnap a person? Like sure. Freddie Heineken? Sure. <sighs> you know, actually, I started to think about that. I also think about every time Dennis and I go to a deli, he always says, could I knock this place Not over? just the deli, like right. any place any I go to. <laughs> yeah, I have that mind, and I love movies question. like this. Yeah. Dennis, just, Dennis just lives in a world where he's like, at any given moment, right. I'm going to rob somebody. Yeah. I always think that if I, like if at some point, Someday I'm in the right place at the right time, and I'm already seeing all the angles anyway because that's always how my mind's working. Oh, and I'm always really? like I'm always thinking about whether I could get away with something. Yeah. Do you think like big level, high stakes, getting the money, getting away with it, living the rest of your life scotch free? Kidnapping. And do you think there's something like morally and ethically not that bad enough where you would actually do it? Does no, there's nothing. That's kind of a two part question. Go. I just I feel like I couldn't get away with things like and that I can't get away with it and also I would feel so guilty and racked the whole time that even if I was able to switch off that part of my brain, I would mess up because of it. I think the guilt might get to me too. Right. But I think I could do it, man. I don't I, mean, I don't see I think that I could it depends on what it is. Cause it, cause if it's kidnapping, cause like this movie's about kidnapping. If yeah. it's kidnapping, I don't no. think I could do it. Right. Cause you feel uh, too, but what if it was someone who deserved I feel guilty? It. No, no. Even then, I mean, unless it's like, unless it's like, this is an African warlord that killed like you know a right. thousand people in a town. Then I'm like, yeah, kidnap him. Let's do this. Like, I wouldn't feel bad about that. But like, what if it was like a heroin dealer? Or no. like a major heroin you know what I like about Rooney no. is that he doesn't <laughs> go high. He goes just right in the middle where you're just like, he's still a person. He's, he's a person, but yeah, but you know. This yeah, like, well, no, and Steven it's like, creates these situations where it's always... African drug lord. Yeah, who's asking you to kidnap an African Look, drug So I'm lord. at a Denny's last you don't week. Know. <laughs> no, no, no. And you, you won't imagine know. who comes in. Who co- this guy wants to kidnap You don't Cody. know what I I'm do. Ch- I'm trying to get a grand slam over <laughs> <laughs> It <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Or you're just on your way. To, I'm sitting in the J train, and someone's right. like, "You know what?" That's I need equally to- no, no. That is equally as crazy as the fact that this guy over here walks into every bodega and thinks to himself, "Where are all the cameras?" I won't do this anything. Place. Almost that's, pretty that's realistic. Pretty much least. anything that's not a chain, which no. is interesting because chains have the best security. Yes, but any right. mom and pop shop place I go into, I yeah. notice where are the cameras, you know, if there are well, any. Well, the only difference is, is that I feel like like if you go into, like let's say that you went into, like if you went into an IHOP uh-huh. uh, and you and, and you robbed them, 
they've got great security, but at the same time, like you're going to get away with the money. You might get caught with the money later, but you're going to get away with the money. If you went into Tina's, which for everybody that's listening is a diner spot, mm. you're going to be like, give me the money and they will shoot you. They're going to throw like, burning hot oil in my <laughs> face. No, but like I would like I, I 100% think that there's a gun behind the counter. Also, at you're thinking of me as a smash and grab guy and yeah, I'm not. I, you should not. That's an insult. Yeah, it kind of is an it's insult. It's not even thinly veiled. Yeah, you're not. from Long Island. What am I supposed to think? Low blow. All Low right. blow. Second <laughs> question. Oh, by the way, I got to tell you, when you th- uh, you're very smart to make that assessment about big companies because uh i remember i went to an art exhibit where you walk in and the place is coated with a substance that you can you can't even really feel cocaine but you could put it, <laughs> it's it's in the air it's an art world thing, it's right? also in the air too like the substance <laughs> cocaine i'm and, sorry <laughs> but the substance is patented Ew. so when you are like let's say if you were to go into a bank and you were to rob the bank when you leave and they're like, oh, well, we don't have like proof you were there. They would actually take your clothes and the substance would be on your clothes and they could run it and it'd have a patent ID as to where you've been. That's gross. Yes. Yeah. That makes me feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. right? With I everywhere I go. Yeah. At all. And banks banks have been testing it and so have fast food joints. Like McDonald's have been testing is putting that as like a security That's measure. not fair because I just go to McDonald's to eat. Yeah. Well, now they you know. You shouldn't. Now they know where you go, fat boy. <laughs> All right, last question. Yeah, would you drop everyone you know? Because that's how the movie ends. Is that right. like they say after the kidnappers divided the cash, they were never together again as a group. Mm. Kind of like Heineken called it. You know, like you can't yeah. have, you can have money or you can have friends. You can't really have both, especially under these circumstances. Yeah. Now, would you drop everyone you knew for fifteen I million dollars? I wouldn't be able to do it for. I wouldn't be able to do it unless there were conditions. Listen, here's the no conditions. conditions. Steven's a conditions man. No, I man. understand. Non-negotiable. You're dropped into a foreign Wait. country. Has to be outside of the U.S. Your choice. You have 15 million cash. Is your fiance in this physically dropped right from now? 10 feet? Nothing crazy, <laughs> but we gotta jolt the system. Is your nothing fian- crazy? Nothing crazy, but like your shins and your knees are gonna hurt a little. Yeah. Is your fiance in the apartment right now? No. Okay, so so you can answer truthfully. Come on, man. Uh, no, I don't think I'd be able to do it. You'll I'm be able not, to start a new I, life. You just You'd miss I everybody. Would, it, it's not that I would miss everybody. It's that like if you give me fifteen million dollars, no consequences, and and nobody in my life, like that's that's I'll be I'll kill myself in like three weeks. Mm. Oh, okay. You're throwing down that card again. <laughs> I'm sure you could find I'm a, a whole circle. Your crippling addiction. Yeah. My crippling addiction. I'm yeah. sure you could find a whole new circle of people to pester. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you'd make friends for fifteen million dollars. I'm gonna start. A, I'm gonna start another podcast. It's gonna be Amazon Prime Book Club. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Do you uh, drop everyone, Casey? I drop everybody. Me too. Don't you feel terrible about I, it? I feel the worst. I never. F- I've uh, you know the kind s- of excited though too. Like maybe someone will <laughs> offer. You know the thing is, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm excited about the new circle of friends I develop. Who am I? I gonna, know. Yeah, you'd be gonna... the cool guy. You'd have to never expose how you got your money. Right. I don't know. I think I could do a heist if anyone's interested out Man, there. Contact I th- us. I really think that what what's it the really email comes address? Down to is, <laughs> it's amazing how badly Dennis doesn't want to work at a deli. Yeah, Celeste, this is. <laughs> I want to listen. You know the thing is, at least he has ambition to do something. I'm at my job and I'm gonna throw put a microscope on my head and <laughs> just kill myself. All right, so we're not changing our minds about this. Everyone dislikes no. it. Dislikes oh, I'll that. give a quick suggestion though. Go watch. Uh, Comes a bright day. It's another. There's a there's a jewelry robbery. It's set in Europe. It's, I liked it better mm. than this. Oh, I haven't. And it I was on Netflix. Uh, if you want, no one famous is in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
So what are we okay, watching cool. next week? Uh, next week we're gonna watch the movie Primer. Okay. It's a uh, like indie sci-fi movie about time travel and stuff. All right, cool. All right, cool. Check out the website flixbookclub.com and uh, everybody say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.